The Horror Play Podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash shark to get your free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial. With over 150,000 titles for you to choose from, choose from for your Android, iPod, Kindle, or MP3 player. Yeah, can't you milk anything? All right, all right. (laughs) 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 Welcome to Horror Play, the podcast dedicated to playing the scariest game ever made. I'm your host, John Lossowoff. Joining me today are my nippy co-hosts. Oh, we brought it back. It's back. Yeah, you guys are back. You guys happy? Um, You guys happy from outer space? You guys kept complaining about it, so I had to bring it back. That's about time. All right, Barbara Lamb, show everybody how nippy you are. No, don't. Never mind. That was a bad idea. All right, Kyle Appiard. Say hi to everyone. Hey guys, and Adam Jedmore. Hi. No, I don't. I don't want to hear any more from you for the rest of the show. <laughs> Who's the nippy one here? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah seriously. Yeah. yeah, we're the nippy coats. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I didn't even know what nippy means. Because seriously, I don't. We can so look I'm it up. Talking. Yeah. No, we'll look it up. Let's just dedicate podcast. this podcast to nippy. Yeah. Like we did with Fresh last time. Wow. Yeah. That was... Well, let's not go up down that road. Anymore. Okay. <laughs> Kyle, is what's this... the game that we're talking about this week? The game we are talking about at uh, at this time is... <laughs> <laughs> not at a later time, folks. <laughs> at this time. So. Not at a later time. Yeah. <laughs> right now. And not in the past. But now. It might be the past. Depends on when you're Kyle listening. Was to this. Really. Kyle was trying to Any little fuck up. <laughs> it's still like a big deal because everybody's like, oh. No, you're just trying to do too much at one time. Like you're like clicking through the computer. <laughs> I don't. I deal. It was just funny. It was funny. Uh, we're playing Five Nights at Freddy's too. Not right now, but we played it before. Uh, it's a. <laughs> <laughs> Past tense, present tense, future tense. We've got it all covered here. We're gonna, we're gonna, this is going to be a slick 30-minute podcast. Yeah, I can feel it right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This one's going to be a short one. It's an indie point-click survival horror game made by Scott Cawthorn. Cawthorn? Cawthorn? Cawthorn. That's how I say it in my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. It is the sequel to Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, it takes place at Fazbear's Pizza, a new location uh, from the first game. And now, there's some debate online as to whether this game is actually a sequel or if it's a prequel to the events in the first game. How often um, can you say that about anything? I'm not sure if this is a sequel or a prequel. It's got to it's got to be a sequel though. They have really? the original like the uh Bonnie and Chica and stuff. There is, but they like messed up though. There is a lot that's leaning towards it being a prequel though. Mm-hmm. Um I wish I could well, remember we'll, some of we'll this. We'll hit stuff. on that later. Well, the Continue one of the big one of the big things is the return of Phone Guy because if Spoiler alert! In the first game, Phone Guy dies at and the fifth night. You, oh, you yeah, or right. the the fourth and the fifth night, you hear uh, Foxy banging on the door. 
and the fourth night at the end of it. And then the fifth night, you hear like, it's like Freddy or something, but it implies that the guy didn't die. Maybe it's possible. Maybe it was just like they just took over the phone. So there's, it was there's... it was a pretty short turnaround time between the first game and this game, right? Was it a year? Yeah, fairly fairly short. Let's see. When did the first one well, come Not out? even a year, it seems like. Yeah, I, I think this one was maybe a longer turnaround time than between this one and uh, Freddy's 3. Oh, okay. Um, we'll probably find out. I think out. this one was around six months or so. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see. Well, f- I wonder if uh, Phone Guy comes back in Freddy's 3 then. Tune in uh, at a later. Well, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I know. I think I know the answer to that. But we'll we'll, I we'll say. I for still time, say. Yes. I feel like this is a sequel, but I don't know. Who knows? Well, there's a re- the, uh, There's another reason why like it's considered a, a prequel is because like I think in the custom night or the the sixth night in this game, there's there's actually like a note that um, that says something akin to the fact that uh, they're scrapping the the new animatronics and just keeping the old ones. And the old uh, ones okay. are what shows up in Five Nights at Freddy's. I mean, that would make sense, especially because they kept they got like big steel doors in the first one, which mm. you didn't have in this one. Yeah, which had air vents. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and everything is really the whole office is completely redesigned in this one. I mean, basically, if you haven't played the game, you're you're basically just clicking on lights and your flashlight, and you're you're trying to keep an eye on these animatronic creatures. Like, there's a bunny and a chicken and and obviously a fox a fox uh, a bear bear. yeah there's a bunch of them well if you're familiar if you're familiar with the first game uh bonnie chica and freddy all return and foxy they all return in this game with uh, newer updated models of their characters like that are cleaner um they're more kid friendly more kid friendly there's also brand new characters like balloon boy Balloon Boy and then the some zebra boy. thing. Some, some zebra. Oh, is thing? that is that the guy from the uh, music box? No, no that's no. actually something else too. That's the marionette. That's the yeah, the oh, marionette yeah, yeah. puppet. But that's like actually the the big new feature that they added: the music box that you have to keep winding. And if you don't, if you let it go, the the marionette inside the Jack and Box comes out. Comes really, out. that is just replacing Foxy from the first one. But instead of having to just look in that camera to make sure Foxy's mm-hmm. there to hold Foxy there, you have to you know, hold down the button Cricket. to wind the box. Right. Because in this game, well, I know we touched on it a little bit, but the biggest difference uh, between this game and the first game is that they removed the doors. Mm-hmm. The office is at the end of a hallway. And the only kind of protection that the game gives you is the flashlight, which you can flash on the characters in the hallway, and a mask that you have to put on when the animatronics get close to you. Yeah, that it's, was it's a, like a bunny mask or something to make it's you. A Freddy it's a Freddy mask. mask yeah, okay, yeah. A, yeah. A, to make you look head. like you're I, I will part say that was a, the animatronic. I actually like that he did that because it basically you made it made you feel more exposed, really. Because mm-hmm. like in the first game, like you had like these big metal doors and you just felt safe when they were closed. Yeah, yeah. you know. But in this game, it's like. You know, even when you're flashing the flashlight and you put the mask on, you're still, you're still exposed. That feeling of exposure, it's definitely, it's very creepy. Yeah, it's and and in fact, sometimes when to to get away to get away from some of the uh, newer animatronics, you use the Fazbear head, and a lot of the animations while that's happening, particularly Bonnie, uh, will walk in front of you while you have the mask on, yeah. so it's right there in front in front of you. Yeah, and then leaves, which is right. which I thought was cool and also fucking terrifying. And I, I think another thing we should mention, and the difference is, um, you no longer run out of power 
the same way you did in the first one where they're controlling like the the vent lights and the doors yeah now you have a flashlight that can run out of power um but that flashlight is important now because foxy's no longer in foxy's or pirate's cove i believe it was called yeah Yeah. um so now foxy will just appear at the end of the hall and you have to shine the flashlight on foxy and uh, some of the other animatronics to kind of confuse them as phone guy tells you Mm. um Apparently, all the animatronics like are affected by the, by the flashlight, really? which which makes sense. Um, we'll get into it later, but like you have a lot more cameras to check in this one. And okay, but here's the thing: Th- this is my only like like real problem with the game is it gives you this whole setup with the cameras where you can check the cameras and see how close things are getting, but you really don't ever no. have to use them. No, no. which is kind of like kind of almost a missed opportunity <laughs> yeah. with Excuse gameplay. Me. The first game you had to check. Where uh, Fox's Pirates location Cove. was, yeah, mm-hmm. right. And like I remember the first game, the strategy that we use for him every night was check Foxy, then check the doors, and that's it. That's this yeah. That, game, in fact, in the first game, that's all you really had to do: check the doors and check for Foxy. Yeah, that's this it. game, yeah. it's like you just check the music box, you check the hallway, the vents, and repeat. Yeah, yeah. It's really. just yeah. like they they replaced Freddy with that music box. But that's know, the not thing Freddy, is uh, Foxy. Foxy. I think something. It, it feels like a, a real missed opportunity when you don't have people going through all the different cameras. Like, why even have all of them? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying with the flashlight because I think the like I guess the point or maybe some of the point of having the extra cameras is so you see the uh, the animatronics in a different room. You can flash the light on them to keep them there a little, little bit longer. Um, but it, yeah, at the end of the day, it was utterly pointless because once you get to like the third night. You don't have fucking time to do that. Yeah, you, you don't have time. Keep, yeah. yeah, you barely have time to hit the music box and come back and oh, shine your light down the hallway. Yeah, well, by so, nights four and five, that music box goes so fast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have to check it literally every other second. Yep. Yeah, so, oh, you're constantly running. like flipping through. So like by by night three, you're pretty much not even using the camera except for the music box. Yeah, I'll um, I'll admit this. I never actually got through night five. I just couldn't beat it. Yeah, um, I didn't get past night three. And I was <laughs> yeah. I was actually oh, looking rookies. up. <laughs> 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 to be fair, I started playing the game. I since I thought we were recording uh, this past Sunday, I was like, I'm just gonna wait till Friday to start playing it. Yeah, so that's my excuse. That's my bad. It's, it's, but, it's, um, it's a lot harder. It's a there's, lot harder than the first one. I there's think. a lot more variables. There's a lot really. more enemies. I mean, they added what like four new enemies. Now. Yeah, you have. I yeah. think there's eleven. Total oh. animatronics now. Yeah, there's all the old animatronics. That's four. Um, so you got fo- you got mm-hmm. uh, Foxy, or I'm sorry, you have yeah. Bonnie and Chica, the old Bonnie and Chica. Yeah. So that's there's four. Uh, you have Freddy, of course, Balloon Boy, the puppet, um, Mangle. Yeah. Um, the 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 Jack in a Box, the, the music the, box, yeah, the marionette. Uh, I think there is there like a gold. There might be a golden. Freddy? There's a golden Freddy, but yeah. from what I've seen, is he only really appears in night six and in the custom mode. Mm. I have seen a couple cases where people have said that he's randomly appeared in like night two, oh, but yeah. apparently it's really easy to deal with because he'll just show up like sitting in the corner, right. um, and you can just put your mask on and he'll teleport out. Yeah. Hmm. All right, yeah. There's just a lot more enemies. Yeah, and, and they f- they all follow like or at least. Bonnie and Chica, true to their form, follow like a, a sort of a pattern that Freddy does too, and Foxy. But yeah. the biggest pain in my ass this entire fucking game was Bloom Boy. <laughs> what a yeah. pain in the ass! He was the one who would uh, funk with the lights, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, it was yeah. kind of like how the first one, if they cut the lights, you couldn't shut the door anymore yeah. or whatever. Or use the light. He kind of, if he got into the room, you're pretty much done for. Yeah, yeah. and it, because he never left. Right. Well, the thing is, is right? the thing with Balloon Boy is 
if you saw him in the event, you had to put your mask on right, right away. away. And then wait for him to just go back to the event. But during that time, usually Foxy's just sitting in the hall. Yeah. yeah. So you're like, fuck, I, you know. Or you need to wind up the music box. Yeah, yeah. there's just too much going on. Right. So you have yeah. to like choose what's the best option. And you're looking, you're listening for the sound cue for Balloon Boy to go away. Mm. Like, I wasn't quite sure when that happened. So it's like, ah, maybe that was enough time. I got to wind the fucking box. And then all of a sudden there's old Bonnie right there. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You have to put on the mask like really yeah. fast. I will say that uh, some of the sound cues, at least for the vents, the way that some of the animatronics get into the office now, I think that made it a little bit easier because you can audibly hear them clanging in the right. vents. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, do I need to check this now? Whereas you can pretty much ignore them up until you hear that clanging. Right. But a lot of times, I, would, I wouldn't hear the, the clanging, but I'd hear Balloon Boy. Yet I can't turn on the light in the, uh, down the hallway, so I got to put the mask on and then take the mask back off, and now I can shine the light. So it's like I don't know. It feels like Bloom Boy a lot of times was just random. He just showed yeah. up whenever the fuck he wanted. Yeah. All right, guys. The uh, it's about that time where I ask you guys what was your scariest moment of the game. To put on your mask and tell me. <laughs> okay, my mask yeah. is All right. on now. All right. Oh, it's a weird, I thought you were uh, already wearing no, a mask. No, <laughs> okay. I was ready for that one. <laughs> um, now, for me, I guess it would be probably when you go to check the camera to get the music box going again. And right when you bring the music box or the camera down, if bon the old Bonnie or old Chica were right in front of you, yep. they'd just be right there. And I think I read somewhere you have 1.2 seconds to in put the on the mask. In the fucking room. Right there yeah, in the room. Yeah, they're right in front of you at the desk. So you have 1.2 seconds to click the mask down, and then you got to stay there. And you can't move or anything like that because you have to like wait till they leave. That's probably like the scariest moment because it's just it happens so fast, and you don't know when it's going to happen. Um. Yeah. I, I was going to use that as my scariest moment, but I I know what I can use in lieu of that because it was it was my the second scariest moment, and that's Mangle. Uh, you see Mangle like in random places throughout the the game. A lot of times he'll appear in the music box room, mm -hmm. so you're there a lot and you see him like just hanging out there. But there's a certain point where like he'll be in the hallway, and he'll just keep coming closer and closer. Uh, and you're checking cams, you're looking around, and all of a sudden you notice he's in the fucking room, like hanging there, and you're On like, the ceiling, yeah, you're like. <laughs> Whoa! What, what do I, I do? Yeah. What do I yeah. do? And he doesn't. He doesn't immediately attack you. Like it's. Yeah. It, it, you can yeah. still go for a while, and eventually he got me. But that was that was fucking terrifying. Of being like I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know what to do. He's fucking. He's right there in front of me. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Mine was actually the first time I played this, encountering the music box. I uh, didn't really hear what the phone guy was saying when he was talking about the music box. So I thought that it held. I didn't realize it held one specific animatronic in place. Oh, yeah. uh, so there was one time someone was in the room. Oh, it was Chica standing in the hall. But Chica doesn't actually enter the office. Right. And I didn't know that. So I was sitting there with my mask on. And then I got the little warning light like the, the music box was going out. But I didn't know what that was. So I kept ignoring it. And then I took my mask off. And I was like, oh, uh, Chica's still there. And I put it back on. And sat there for like a minute. And I was like, Chica has to be gone now. And took it off. And that little thing jumped in my face. And it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I, <w> <laughs> I didn't awesome. even know that was a new monster. So I didn't know what was happening. It was yeah. the well, worst. You know now. I think for me, the was, uh, everybody took what I was going to say. But I think, I think what I'll go with is the little... The little mini games that you played, like in between after you died every time, mm. the little Atari yeah. twenty six hundred games. I never yeah. got any of those. Yeah. Oh man, down. My tele or cell yeah. phone, everything. <laughs> right. 
So <laughs> every time you die, you're taken to like this little mini game screen, and it's like, you know, Kyle was right. They're like Atari twenty six hundred style graphics. That oh, um, make sure to interrupt, noises. but that actually doesn't happen every time. I never got one. Really? Yeah, Apparently, I got one seldomly. Uh, according one to what I was reading online, is they are just completely random. Oh, yeah. We got we got one a lot. In yeah. fact, I played it on the iPad, and I I assumed like, oh well, it's not in the iPad version until I actually got one. I was like, oh fuck, I do get one of these. Dude, yeah. we got one like almost every time. Yeah, after every time we died. And it was different different games. Like there's one where you get to like yeah, birthday presents. Apparently and... those unlock depending on how you die, like which character kills you oh. and under certain conditions. I see. Um, Interesting. But I never no, they got were, one. They were I was really, bummed. Yeah, they were really creepy. Like uh what? Take the presents to the kids or bring light to whoever. Yeah. 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 Just like, there, oh, there's also like this little sequence like sometimes you get like where like it seems like you're in the eyes of like an animatronic and you're turning your head left and right. Oh, yeah, right, there's a yeah, little cutscene yeah. after you beat every night. Yeah, that's that's pretty creepy. I don't know what I don't was really a new, know what that's it, was, it was a cool new feature. Yeah, it, it was like oh, yeah. you were looking through the eyes of Freddy. It looked like when you put the mask on in the office. Um, that one where Golden Freddy appeared, that one was pretty creepy. Yeah, yeah. And, and a lot of those 2600 uh, graphic games, that was kind of flushed out a little bit of the backstory. Really? Yeah, they did. Yeah, I, I kind of figured that because it showed kind of like these kids sometimes, and like the kids would be dead afterwards, and you'd yeah. walk around as Foxy. Yeah. It was kind of weird. Yeah, from what I, I've read online, everybody who's trying to put some kind of story together for this is those those mini games apparently in some way tell the story of what happened in the restaurant to make these rest these uh animatronics killers. Yeah. Oh no cool. guys, I'm getting a little warning sign. Looks like we need to wind up that music box. Oh no. But Let's go. Take while, a break. But while we do that, <laughs> why don't we take a quick break? Sure. And we'll see you guys hopefully in a little bit. I'm going to put my mask on. Please state your name for the camera. David. Huh? State your name. David Summers. And why are you here? Because you think I killed them. Killed who? Killed who, David? <laughs> My friends. And did you? No, 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 I didn't. And who did? It doesn't matter. I guess you don't believe me anyways. For the record, please. It killed him. All of them. By it. This man from your dreams. No. Then who? <laughs> you know what this looks like, right, Mr. Summers? <laughs> yes, I do. And according to you, by this written statement, you predicted this by way of what you call... Sleep paralysis. Yes. So if you knew, why didn't you say anything? I tried. I tried. But it's already too 
What exactly happened out there, Mr. Summers? There was something out there with us! Something that was Mr. Summers, I ask you to calm down. summer of 2015, Paralyzed, brought to you by Shark Dropper Studios. Hey guys, let's talk about audibletrial.com. Ooh, I haven't awesome. heard about that yet. <laughs> <laughs> you have it? Nope. Let me tell you. All right. You All go right. To- so tell me about audibletrial.com. <laughs> well, you get a free audiobook, you get a 30-day free trial, and you could get an audiobook. A free, a audio free book? audiobook. No that, way. Isn't that Jose? something special? Yeah. So, nobody has time to read. That's All right. why you listen to the book. So, could I get any book I want? Well, on any Audible. book on audibletrial.com. A- any of their 150,000 titles. 150,000 titles. 150,000. That's Say bigger it one than a real time. Life? Robert, your head just looks like it hurt ah. <laughs> processing that information. Wait. <laughs> Count there for me. One, one two, two, three. three. Okay, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. I get it. It's quite a bit. Uh, Yeah, so go to uh, www.audibletrial.com slash shark. Uh, You can get yourself a free audiobook. And if you want a book to download, you can download anyone that's on there. (laughs) Okay, great. Awesome. Way to pick it up. (laughs) Go download Game of Thrones by George R.R. Martin. Sure. (laughs) I like how that's our backup. That's that's our good. Wait, just just start at. Oh man, I forgot the name of the third one. Crash of Clans. Clash of Clans. Clans. No, I, I was just going to skip straight <laughs> That's to the, the iPhone third game. <laughs> is it a Storm of Swords? Storm of Swords. Yeah, just yeah, they got straight to there. Storm of Swords. There you go. Yeah, just watch the TV show, then listen to that book, and then oh, go man. back to the TV show. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Perfect. And so, what commercial. can I listen to uh, in all these audiobooks on right now? On your iPod? <laughs> oh. <laughs> or right now? Oh yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> as opposed to later. As opposed to later, you could you could listen to them on that iPhone there in your lap. Yep. You got right. a Kindle. You can listen to it on that, uh-huh. or an MP3 player. But what about it, my Android phone? Not, you can listen to it on your Android. Mm-hmm. I lied. I don't have. But not Android your fucking phone. Nook. You, your Nick can go fuck itself. Yeah. Screw Nooks. Screw Nooks. Yeah. We're company men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Burn your Nooks. <laughs> Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. Four fifty one. <laughs> Download Fahrenheit 451. <laughs> right after same you place. listen to Game of Thrones. Yeah, right after you listen to Game of Thrones. So that address again is audibletrial.com slash shark. Welcome back to Horror Play. Well, that music box is all wound up. Right? We probably won't have to worry for... Under- oh, crap. Hold on. Go, check it again. To, yeah. Sorry. You really thought it messed up? Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I, thought they, I thought that was a screw up. Oh. <laughs> Oh, well. You're like, wait, let's do it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, wind the music box. Oh. Yeah, In no. keeping with the Robert, theme of, just, just of go this the game ratings. being real life. <laughs> just go in the ratings. Yeah. Okay. Let's Anyways. <laughs> so, if you guys don't know, we have a rating system that we use here on the Horror Play podcast. Still wait, fully explain box. it this time for Kyle. I'm going to fully explain it for everyone, including the listener, in case this is your first episode. 
which it shouldn't be because you should be listening to all of them. Yeah, we or at Mul- least start at Five Nights at Freddy's 1. Yeah, exactly. Like, listen to the first one and then the sequel. Anyways, we have four categories that we judge each of these games on. Obviously, we're mostly worried about the scariness because we're looking for the scariest game ever made. But we also judge each game on other aspects such as immersion, story, gameplay. So with those four categories, let's go through them and let's start with immersion, which is atmosphere, music, sound effects, creativity, and graphics. Out of a 10-point scale, I personally gave it a 7. Kyle gave it a 10. 10 out of 10. Adam, an 8. And John, a 7. Kyle. Kyle. Yeah. My first ever 10. First ever 10 out of 10 on the podcast. Why did you give it a 10 out of 10? Because once you get to like night three on this game, it's like... You're you you are completely immersed in this game, and that you have to fucking you're clicking every goddamn thing. You're 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 on your wits end of just checking the checking camera eleven, making sure the music box is wound. Go check the check the vents. Check this. Check that. Check this. That's fucking immersion. That's got you. That's got you completely immersed in the so you're game. You're saying you really felt like you were a security guard at some whacked out. Chuck E. Cheese type place. I'm <laughs> saying that 100% of my focus was was dedicated to this game. And if that's not immersion, I don't know what is. I mean, mine was too, but I landed on an eight. Okay. Yeah. That was just higher than I, me and John had sevens. I mean, I, I gave it essentially the same score as I did the first one. Um, I felt like, you know, they did add some new stuff to it, but it wasn't enough for me to really raise it in that aspect. Um, I mean, I think the sound effects were good. I think the creativity is still there. Um, the graphics are decent and, you know, I, it's overall, like I was decently immersed in the game. Right. No, I, I, like Kyle said, I didn't really, it didn't really feel like I was playing game. I think I felt like how the game creator wanted me to feel like all tense and anxious and, you know, it, it definitely, it definitely was successful in that count. But at the same time, it's like, if you played the first game, it's, it's just a marginal improvement. Right. Yeah, I um I actually I gave the first one an eight point five on immersion. I gave this one an eight. Um I didn't quite feel that same tension I did playing the first one because now that I, I, I had never played or knew anything about the first one before we played that. But this time around I was like, All right, there's really just patterns that all these animatronics follow and going in knowing that it kind of took me out of it a little bit more. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. All right. Well Good job, Kyle. Let's move on <laughs> to story, which is plot, characters, enemies. I gave it a 6.3 out of 10. 6.3. Okay, okay, like you've never done that. All right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> All right. I'll ask you what the point three I'll I'll let for. you know. Okay. Kyle gave it an 8 yep. out of 10. Adam, a 6.5. And John, a 5.5. So here's what the here's what Five Nights at Freddy's two did better than one, or at least or where, where at least they they differed from one is that in one you had to deal with four characters total, and this one we just counted what ten that you have to deal with. Not yeah. not not uh, also uh, including the like sometimes they'll have hallucinations, sometimes you have like the Golden Freddies and mm. that sort of thing. Um, the enemies were great in this game, like they really they really kept you on your toes, and in lieu of just Foxy. Can, continually watching Pirate's Cove, and that, that's the one thing you had to worry about. You had to worry about Foxy in the hallway, flashing the flashlight on him. Mm. Um, Balloon Boy. But yet, the Freddy head doesn't work on the Foxy, and then Balloon Boy, where your your flashlight doesn't work, and then um, not everybody has the same patterns, but they have sort of similar patterns. Uh, that was really cool for me. Um, 
the story I kind of had to flesh out in, on the internet, but I still thought that that was really interesting that it's not just these crazy animatronics with like a flip switch that went wrong. There's sort of kind of like this dark like haunted paranormal thing. And like the Atari 2600 games kind of bring that out where they show like they put, you put the murdered kids into the, the, the suits and like, that's really fucking dark. And yeah. they, they show like a murder in the, the Atari games. And that's, that's pretty cool. Like, you know, I, I do appreciate the fact that he doesn't fully flesh out the story. Like you have to piece it together yourself. And I think that's really cool. It engages the gamer. You know, isn't that every horror game though? So far. Yeah. I feel like, no, I think this one played. less so though, because it, and the first one there is basically no story besides phone yeah. guy. Right. And this one, there's a slight attempt at a story through the mini game. Right. Yeah. The only reason I gave it a 5.5, which I think is the lowest of any of us here, is that even if the story is fleshed out, it's still kind of a dumb story. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's like, uh, yeah, I'll give you that. I honestly, yeah. my, um, on the first one, I gave it a six. This one, I gave it a 6.5. Yeah. Um, I just like the idea, the mystery behind it right. more than the actual story. I agree. So, yeah. Robert, I gave it a 5.5. You get a 6.3. Why did you think it was 0.8 points? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why did you like it 0.2? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's split oh, those hairs. Shit. <laughs> All right. Um, first with John. I liked it. Point eight more than you because okay. of some of the new enemy types, like uh, Kyle mentioned. You had a Bloom Boy, you had a couple other characters. That so were did new. you assign like a point so value? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Point, so point, point one. one to each new enemy type. Okay. Um, Adam, point two lower than you because um, I just didn't feel like that same kind of grasp at like they were trying to mesh in a story, but it wasn't quite there. They just put in like you know those pixelated games, which were cool, but they weren't enough to so really you, you grab took off, me. You subtracted point two points. Yeah, well, I didn't check your guys' scores before <laughs> I put mine on. Okay, <laughs> so well, technically sorry. you did add all these up. <laughs> that's so. true. I ain't changing. Let's go to the next category. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's just well, the end yeah, right yeah. there. See you all next week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's go to the next category, which is gameplay. (laughs) Gameplay is basically the controls and the level design. Um, I personally gave it a 6 out of 10. Kyle, a 6 out of 10. Adam, a 7 out of 10. John, a 6 out of 10. Adam, why are you different? (laughs) You you know what? Honestly, I just copied my score from last time. That's Um, actually what I did with this. this I I actually do like the controls on this one a lot better. I think they're more fluid. They're more responsive. I played it on my iPad um, as well. Uh, But there was more to do. You had more options. Um, Mm -hmm. I like the inclusion of the flashlight. Uh, Yeah, that's what I got. I agree with you. The the inclusion of the flashlight, taking away the doors, Mm -hmm. putting the mask. Yeah, definitely. It's it's what you expect out of a game sequel to add more without being too much. And I think he did that. It's just that my problem is it was the music box. It was pretty cool at first, but like around like night three or four, it felt like less I was playing against the animatronics and just more like I was trying to battle against the music box. Like every time I was just like, my main focus was on the music box. It wasn't necessarily Bonnie, Chica, or Freddy. It was just like, oh, okay, I gotta keep this music box it was, wound up. It was sort of this OCD thing where you're like, I gotta wind up the hall the way fucking yeah. up or else, you know, it I was, get maximum amount of time out of this. The music box, it was too distracting, actually. Like, I get why he put it in there to kind of help build tension, but I think, just for me, 
it just kind of overshadowed everything else. Like, it becomes a nuisance after a while. I yeah. mean, I, I get, like you said, the adding the whole tension of trying to get there while also worrying about the animatronics coming. But it becomes kind of like almost a chore where you're constantly, especially in the later nights, you're constantly just clicking on that. And and like I said, you're you're diverting yourself from looking at the cameras. I think you get a lot of those creepy kind of scares from just looking at the cameras yeah. and seeing like in the first one when they would twitch right outside the hallway mm-hmm. or make their noises or, or just be staring at the camera really close. Yeah. We, I, we never even looked. At you know what would have been camera. cool is instead of like having to continuously always wind up the music box, it was if you had to randomly like uh, just press the music box. If it was like a random event, you know, where it's like, oh, you need to check this camera screen. Or if they the music box changed locations yeah. and you had to search through yeah. the, the cameras. To like find if one it. of the other animatronics like carried it around. Like that. Yeah. Oh. That would be pretty awesome. Well, it should be game developers. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need is one good idea. <laughs> you had like what? Tw- like uh, you had 12 different cameras yeah. in uh, like how many, however many different rooms that you just never really looked at. You looked at we the never camera room at and the fucking vents and that's yeah. it. No, I, I honestly don't even know where some of the enemies started. Yeah. yeah, no, for real. No point. Yeah, we just went to the music box room and then back to our room. Yeah. I was like, they'll show up in the hall or event. I'll, yeah. I'll wait till they're there. That's yeah. bad level design. I mean, if you're not yeah. utilizing the space of the game, it's yeah, right. Yeah, it's bad. All right, well, let's go to the final category, which is the most important. How scary was this game? Ooh. I gave it an eight point five out of ten. Kyle a seven out of ten. Adam an eight point three out of ten. John a seven out of ten. Really, another Eights point three. Sevens. Another point three. I didn't do that one. Okay. I actually, I actually do have a reason for this. Right. Um, I didn't feel like an eight point five was good enough because my first score was a nine. Um, I was not as scared by this one, uh, because I was familiar with the series now. I knew what to expect. Um, because I learned the patterns to the animatronics and knew that there were patterns, I didn't have that sense of tension that Kyle was talking about where I almost felt like I was going insane a little bit in the first one, constantly searching room to room. Um, It really is just jump scares. Yeah. And I didn't feel like I could justify only going 0.5 lower, but I don't think it was quite an 8. Okay. Here's here's where the game scares you is just that you're you're focused so much on doing these things, checking these rooms, finding the music box, flashlight, that you kind of just put the jump scares out of your mind until it actually happens, and like that's where it kind of scares you. Right. So it's it's like a it's almost like a like a any any like touch game like a Simpsons tapped out or Diner Dash or something like that. It's almost like that, except there's a jump scare as a consequence for not doing the right thing. So I think once I kind of understood that mechanic of the game, it was like. Uh, it, was, it more pissed me off when like someone would jump like a jump scare I'd be like fuck god damn it like yeah. now i lost the game and yeah. it was still scary it's it still it kept the tension up i mean a lot better than a lot of games we played so that's why i think it deserves a 7 but maybe not as high as an 8 or or 9 i gave five nights at freddy's 2 a 7 <clears throat> i gave the first five nights at freddy's a 7 i felt like you know this game did add a lot of new things but ultimately it's still the same type of scare, yeah, of, like scariness. It delivers the same type of experience. So I just, I didn't feel like this is scarier. I didn't feel like it was less scarier. It was, it was just another Five Nights at Freddy's game, really. Yeah. 
Yeah, I I just like the the first one a lot. That's also yeah. I played a lot in my car on break at work on Friday and <laughs> okay. uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I was just kind of sitting in a little room anytime a an animatronic <laughs> jumped at me. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but it, like if I would if I were playing this for the first time ever, it would I probably would have rated it a lot scarier. But like if having played Five Nights at Freddy's one, it's like yeah, I know what to expect at this point. Yeah. It's just finding the pattern. Yeah. Um, all right. So if you take all the scores together, average them out, you get a total of a 7.2 for the whole game. But how does the scariness average out? Well, it's a 7.7, which wow. puts it at number seven <laughs> what? on our list. In the top ten. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Both Five Nights 7. at Freddy's are in there now, aren't they? Wow. Five Wait. Nights at Freddy's is, I think, number five. And then Five Nights at Freddy's 2 is number seven. Okay. Okay, wow. It's not bad. So one day we'll get the list out there, guys. Yeah, yeah. We'll, get it, no, we'll get it on that you website. Know, we're I'll looking at this out. list right now, and it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing it's just, to look at. We're, we're taking our time because we know when, like, when we release it to the public, yeah. it's going to be a huge bomb. If there's a fan out there who would just like to do the list and yeah. put it on there, like, I mean, you could do that too. We're not saying you should, but <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't but say. No, would, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't be, you know, we don't want to discourage you from doing it. All right, guys. So do we have any final thoughts on Five Nights at Freddy's Dos? It's more of what you like from the first one. Yeah. So if you like the first one, check out the second one. And if you I, hated the first one, don't check out the second one. Thanks I for listening, fun. though. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely revisit. I'm going to revisit the game after we, I, even after this podcast. I don't have to play it now, but it's like I want to keep playing it. So it, it, I had fun. Well, I mean, the third game's already out, so we <laughs> yeah, can yeah. start and the fourth one. Yeah, away. and the fourth one was just announced along with a Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Uh, Ooh, by the time this go. podcast released, Five Nights at Freddy's 17 will probably be... Probably I don't know. The fourth one is called like the final oh, night. We'll see wasn't like wasn't that. Friday the Thirteenth episode seven called the final chapter two? How long, and how long then do we go to space? space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Five see, Nights at Freddy's in space. Five Nights at Freddy's. Maybe that is for that you guys. Don't know. Cool. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. All right, Martian Freddy. Yeah. <laughs> I think when uh when we take it to space, now's a good time to start wrapping things up. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> it's always a good time. Before we leave, though, it's time for some plugs, right? Right. Sure. You want me? Yeah, just uh, all right. Hey guys, if you like this podcast, check out all of our other podcasts. We have the Shark Chopper podcast, uh, the Movies, Films, and Flicks podcast, Word of the Bay, all, all of the other Shark Chopper podcasts. Double Avenue Hurt. Yeah, Double Avenue Hurt. You can find it on SharkChopper.com. Uh, SharkChopper.com is also there. where you can go to send us questions, comments, or suggestions for what games we should play. Which people have been doing. They've been suggesting certain games to play. So and we appreciate that note. tremendously. Yep, we've been taking note. Also, we have a Patreon page now, so definitely check that out. And if you'd like to donate any amount, will help. Uh, anything from a dollar or more would be awesome. Don't donate less than a dollar. You, you can't. You yeah. just can't do it. All right. You can't. It won't allow it. <laughs> Unless you want to mail us 50 cents, I guess. But I'm not it's about my, the price of a stamp. I'm not putting my address Actually, on there. stamps cost more than 50 cents. These Maybe they could stamps. just mail you stamps. Yeah. I, I, Stamps.com is brought to you. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, um, but yeah, check out our Patreon page. We actually have uh, the first episode of another fictional podcast, a horror fiction that's coming out called (laughs) Paralyzed. Which you heard the trailer to on this podcast. Yeah, which you just heard the trailer to. You can listen to the first episode on Patreon if you donate a dollar or more. And then we also have, yes, Swimming Lessons, which is a David Schwimmer podcast that we do. Might be coming out. We'll see. Yeah. We've done one episode. Yeah. We'll, we'll do some more. <laughs> All right, right guys. That does it for this episode of Horror Play. I've been your host, John Lasmuth. For my co-hosts, Robert, Kyle, and Adam, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you guys next time.
above the target. T minus five seconds till shark drop. Five, four, three, two, one. Drop the shark! Go! 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 This podcast is a Shark Dropper Studios production.